You're listening to Off-Road Garage Podcast, and here are Jason and Jim. And we're live. What's going on, Jason? How are you? What's up, buddy? Pretty stoked. Yeah? Got a renaissance guest on today. A, a man of many talents. A man of many talents. He's a fabricator, an adventurer, a beard connoisseur, and has a clothing line. The one and only, the man called Yeti. You there, Yeti? <laughs> What's up, fellas? Thanks for having me. <laughs> What's hey, going are, on? Are you good with us going like Cher, Prince, Beyonce, and just going with Yeti, or do you want the full the man called Yeti every time? <laughs> that could be depends awkward. on the- <laughs> on the conversation, right? Am I in trouble or or is it casual? I was like my mom with the full name. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> yeah, I'll take Yeti. Okay. Work. Fair enough. Fair enough. So I've been looking forward to this for a minute. I've been following your stuff. I don't know if everybody knows who you are. I assume that everybody knows who you are in the world, but what are you into? What do you do? Man, I'm just living my life trying to keep the 14-year-old me on stoke. So everything from retro BMX bikes to... Uh, inappropriate four wheel drives and everything in between, you know. I love it. Absolutely, <laughs> can't go wrong with that at as, all. As we're sitting in the shop with Jason's tractor and mini four wheeler <laughs> and seventy cc three wheeler, like I think we get along just fine. We fit oh, right. Oh yeah. <laughs> you guys are living right. Yeah, with a bridge port behind you. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you can teach you how to use it. He's a fabricator. Get a quick yeah, lesson. There you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah, learn That's a nice tool. Yeah, he got, he got it, and he doesn't know how to put it in, apparently, and drug it in here with his tractor, and just gouges no, his concrete. No, it was too heavy for the tractor was the issue. And, uh, yeah, where it sits is where it's going to remain for the rest of its life, I'm pretty sure, as long as I'm here. Or not. Yeah. You just inherited a Bridgeport, sir. Thank you. <laughs> it's part of the sale. Yeah. Anyway, so. So you guys just got back from a big show. What was that show all about out there? Man, it was a trade show. So it was down in uh, – just outside of Dallas in a, in an area called grapevine. And it's the Keystone, like Keystone automotive big show. So think of, uh, like SEMA type stuff, you know, lots of, lots of different really known brands showing their stuff. And, and it's a buyer's show too, which was really kind of cool to be at. So you see people dropping orders and stuff when they're in the booth. So. Oh, that's super cool. Yeah. So it's not just like something you can go look at. You can actually buy what you want if you're yeah. a dealer. Yeah, and you know the big shows, they get to that point where you just find a sensory overload and you wander around. So it was cool to see that interaction with uh, the brands and then, you know, ultimately the consumer. So it was fun for us. So I've never been to SEMA yet. It's on the list, but I've been Mm -hmm. to SHOT, and I know the kind of just craziness that it is. Like, just every overload, everything you could see is just crazy. Great comparison. So uh, when I talk to anybody that's been to SHOT show or NRA, I always compare pair SEMA is shot and then Keystone Big Show would be NRA to that right okay just a slightly smaller venue just a little bit littler but more direct exactly okay yeah a lot more interaction on the on the ground level right yeah because much as I wanted to HK wouldn't sell me anything when I was there (laughs) (laughs) you gotta you gotta bat your pretty little eyes at him and talk to him afterwards I'm trying I'm sure he tried (laughs) I was trying to get sponsored (laughs) like I want an influencer do you know who I am (laughs) so yeah man i mean i've been looking at some of your stuff uh it sounded like it was a great show are you affiliated with that work ready play ready or or work yeah work adventure is that like a brand you started or so what that actually is is uh dz and they're a a local brand here in iowa but they're massive they do a bunch of oe manufacturing and stuff like that all the way down to you know truck toolboxes and running boards and all the cool gadgets you put on a work truck typically okay they reached out to me shoot it was probably a handful of months ago and 
you know, inquired about getting a build done for Big Show and then ultimately SEMA this year. And uh, the work ready, adventure ready was kind of like the mindset that I came up with myself and YOLO for a build, right? It'd be that Silverado we put together really is kind of a great example of that is I wanted something that could be at a job site five days a week, you know, uh, your tradesman type guy out there kind of working and living out of it. And then on the weekend, blasting down a two track, maybe hunting whitetail or on a fly fishing trip or just a family camping trip. So that's what that work ready is. Yeah. That work ready (laughs) adventure ready. Yeah. That's just the theme, right? I had to come up with something that would, uh, give me a goal to shoot for. And, and I think I, I hit it. I would love to, it's a dream build for me now. I, I love that Silverado. So I'd love to be out ripping around in it. It had a lot of, I mean, I see the tie in, right? Cause construction guys need something that's going to last and be, mm. be available. Cause like I live in, we live in Michigan. I'm sure Iowa's got similar weather where like today it's 55 tomorrow. It's supposed to snow eight inches. So you need, you need a truck that's tough and got everything that, that needs, but then you want to be able to play with it in the weekend. Cause trucks aren't cheap can't have multiple trucks. Mm-hmm. Um, that- yeah, yeah you, you hit that right on the head. That was the whole idea. I mean, if you're going to buy in on something and it's going to be a toy in any way or, or something that you use as, as a toy, man, it should be nice if it was making you money during the week so you can afford to go out and do that. Right. So. Some of the thought in some of that stuff, like my wife is 5'4", mm-hmm. and that, that slide drop cooler thing, Right, that's would, cool, right? Would be amazing because she has to like get up on a stool to get into the back of the truck as it is. So if she mm-hmm. can slide and drop and grab a beverage, it would be perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially you start putting any kind of suspension systems on a full size pickup, right? And wheels and tires. All of a sudden, that deck height, that workspace in the back is kind of ridiculous. So especially yeah, vertically challenged like she is, it's going to be even worse. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes. Heck yeah. I was really digging like the idea behind it because you know growing up seeing the the tradesmen's trucks it was always the Chevy WT or the Ford whatever their their work line is yeah it seems like it'd be a great platform for a build like that because you don't need a 37 inch LCD screen touch screen in my work in my off-road truck or my work truck mm-hmm. agreed yeah you know that that one was a, a fun build for me for a couple of reasons one was they gave me creative freedom with it you know and we took that and run, but really it was, you know, it's got the, the baby Duramax, the three, three liter turbo in it. So it's a diesel gets good fuel range. It's four wheel drive. It's comfortable. I mean, had all the things that I would want if I was going to blast out a 2000 mile trip or more. Right. Right. Yeah. So, and it's, and then on, go ahead. I would say on top of that, it's, it's super capable. You know, we made sure we jumped on a good suspension system with icon and something tunable. You know, workload's going to change and stuff like that. So, yeah. Well, yeah, if you're quartering, if you're bringing in a load of lumber or quartering out an elk, it's two different things and for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I totally had a really good statement, and my train went. He just wandered and wandered <laughs> into that. I, I wandered into, like, me in this truck with my fly rods and my rifle in the back just disappearing into the woods. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'll see you when I see you. Yeah, kind of thing. Don't see you doing that. Yeah. Have GPS because he doesn't need that. Don't need it. We'll figure it out. <laughs> I'm gonna use it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to get lost, man. Although, I'll tell you what. Driving, I drive. You know, old TJs and old square body Ford Rangers and Bronco twos daily, and uh, to jump in something new like that, I <laughs> realize how good I don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> my God. Oh my goodness. Like, this is what nice is. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, and oh. I can't have nice things. Yeah, but you're saying like, <laughs> old, I mean, you're that square body range you have is oh, one of the sickest say. builds I've seen recently. It's like so I retro that perfect. <laughs> That's that 14 year old me, man. That was the era I was in SoCal. You know, yeah, okay, you, that makes sense. <laughs> you know, and those Ford Rangers were new. They were running around. Anybody that was building pre runners or desert trucks back then were the, you know, the little four banger, two wheel drive, uh, Ford Rangers and stuff like that. So when I got a chance to pick that thing up, it was originally just going to be a little sh- like a regular shop truck, and I kind of had fun with it. Went with the retro race theme and stuff like that. So yeah, but- it's a smile maker, is what it is. Every time I see it, I'm like, get grinning. Because I remember my buddy had one, like a 96, growing up. Mm. And we took that thing, we loaded it with full of dirt bikes, and we'd go north to go riding. And I have a lot of good memories in that stop body style. And then seeing how good yours came out, like you said, it looks like it belongs on the podium in 85, yeah. 88, you know, kind of thing. It's perfect. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I just yeah, want to rip that around. You, you go look yeah. at it? Yeah, oh yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it on here. I've been following him like, oh my God. Yeah, so he's talking like, I just drive a Ranger. No, dude, you don't. No, that, yeah, no, that's... <laughs> That's not a ranger. And I that could, is a ranger. I couldn't see great. you with a normal like shop truck. Like knowing what you build and seeing your builds. Yeah, would yeah. it take like four days? If that's a normal shop truck. Yeah, that's my old beater. I'll tell you what, it's, it's lipstick on a pig. It's still a ranger at its core. You know, it's it's raw, roll up windows and all the things that you kind of want in, in that era vehicle. So that's, that's I've got the, uh, the raging 2.3 liter four cylinder in that thing. Exactly, the eight plugger. Oh, which, whoa, eight you know, plugs! Watch out for this guy. He's got dueling uh-huh. spark plugs. It's like not, to me, it's Ford's twenty-two R. You know, it's that it's that motor that was in everything, and it just won't die. Yeah, it doesn't know. have the horsepower to kill itself. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had one of those, and I, yeah. I I put a hurting on it, and yeah, it oh, just yeah. kept going. Yeah, well, this thing is due for a V8 swap, I'd say. I'd love to do like an error-correct little you know, 5-liter, right, Mustang something. That would be cool. That. Yeah, that was the cool stuff back then. Yeah, so that I'm was like the good. thing to do. I found yep. uh, what I did in high school was if you run a broken motor mount and you let the power <laughs> steering pump squeal a lot, when you jump and you dump the clutch, the motor comes up, smacks the hood, the truck kind of shakes, and it you know, you know how they are. They're like the fastest thing across the intersection. <laughs> like... <laughs> Everyone was like, well, you got in that thing. I'm like, turbocharged, four-cylinder, breaking it in. I can't beat on it too much. I also had like a straight pipe that would shoot a fireball from first to second because there's no way it ran right. Yeah, um, that's, so you should try perfect, that first. Man. <laughs> perfect, man. I've noticed there's like definitely, now that you've said your 14-year-old you is like running the show, I can yeah. see it because mm-hmm. you got that Bronco too. That's mm-hmm. error correct and pretty clean. You got yeah. this, this thing. Your TJ looks like a like a Lego truck. <laughs> or is that that's yeah. Jolo's TJ, right? The one with the crazy yeah. rack on the back. Pro, well, which one is it? Is it uh, she has a blue and silver TJ that's still pretty stock form uh, physically, right? Body wise. Okay. There's the one with that crazy like departure shop. It's got like an adventure oh, yeah. rack on so the back with a rifle case. Yeah. yeah, that's that's my man. Believe it or not, that's so that started out as a '97 TJ, and Yolo and I lived out of that thing for shoot 500 straight days as we traveled the country back and forth and down into Baja. Yeah. So, I, I followed a good part of that adventure. Cause I've never seen you guys, you got a rooftop tent on it too at the time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Rooftop tent and occasionally a matching trailer I built for it. Dick. Yeah. You're right. That, that thing's pretty radical. That was my, uh, that was my very first Jeep build. Okay. And, and, and dive into tube bending. Right. So I, 
just cutting it to A two learn. Didn't look at a single other build, so I had nothing to go off of. And I thought oh, this is completely normal. I want some departure angle in the back, so I chopped the frame off and made that big radical uh, boat tail. Yeah, yeah. You know, so and yeah, that that, that, that makes awesome. a lot of sense. You're like it's my first two builds. I'm like, you just keep adding tube until you get really good. When <laughs> <laughs> you're good at it, you don't you know you don't need that much tube. I'm just looking <laughs> at the level of commitment, not only to build it but to live out of it. Yeah. Yeah, well, I've you don't slept in one. That. It's not great. <laughs> oh no, it ain't. The, no seats don't recline. Yeah, the seats don't recline, and the spare tire rests on your shoulder. So <laughs> it's, it's tight. It's a cockpit. <laughs> it's tight in there. As yeah, a buddy, you don't see in, oh, sorry about that. I think Jim said something about the tube work. What you don't see in that tube work is all those quarter, like the quarter panel and back. That's like a little truck bed back there, and then some hidden panels. I have you know like axle shafts and drive shafts and spare parts and stuff that are like permanently stowed somewhat in it. Okay, so it's hiding a lot of a lot of little compartments and things like that. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely tell uh, looking into it. I'm like, oh, that's awesome, and it just like, oh yeah, no, I'm. Believe me, I saw it. I was jealous. I'm like, Phew, I should order up some DOM and <laughs> bring Chupa in here and go to work. Go to town. Yeah. You, you get the tubing, man. I'll I'll start bending it and welding it all over. I know you will. It's a scary part. The monkey bars. Yeah, monkey bars everywhere. <laughs> He's been wanting to build something with an exo cage on it for like five years. So ah, that's hey, awesome. All the cage, everything, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you might have a child swing set on the back of it by the time I'm done. <laughs> Hashtag Overland. Yeah. Hashtag Overland. There it is. <laughs> Hashtag Family Overland. You got right. the thing. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, that's it's. I've been following that for a minute, and I forgot about the living out of it. I remember, I remember seeing you guys like on YouTube and stuff earlier on, and you were, mm-hmm. you were in it, and it was. I was like, okay, they're just they're just driving, and then I didn't realize you were in it for five hundred days. Man, it was wild. It was a wild trip. We we had in cab temperatures in that thing in the desert in the middle of summer at like 140, and oh. then it was insane. No AC, you know, <laughs> sitting on top of a, a hot little LS is ridiculous. And then in in Colorado and blizzards, like blasting down the highway at night and having icicles from the inner roll cage down to the dash, where I'm just chipping away at the inside of the windshield trying to see. And you Without, got your wife to go along with you? Oh, well, yeah. You should, my you should probably partner. be in sales. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think she should be in sales because half the time my, my soft ass wanted to tap out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know if I can blame you on that one. Like, I'm all about adventure, and as our buddy says, you got to suffer for a good story. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, from 140 to negative 12 with icicles in my parts, I think yeah. hotel rooms yeah. looking pretty rad right about now. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. I was good with the moss on your dash. I don't know about no icicles. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we haven't done anything that that dumb in a while in the cold, and like I haven't oh. taken the Jeep out topless wheeling recently. Yeah, sleeping in single digits is about it for me. We had these. That's tough to do. We had these big plans. We were going to go. We went on an adventure with a couple of buddies. It's like a cabin fever run. We all get sick of being in the house, especially this year mm-hmm. with Corona. Right, we we're all locked down. So we go up to the UP, the top half of our state, and we go explore. And everybody brings something to eat. Everybody brings some bourbon. We have fires and stories. And uh, me and Jason were going to sleep out under the stars. That was our big plan. And uh, the first night, the wind was whipping through camp, and somebody was like, hey, I've got this easy-up shelter, and it's got walls. Do you want to sleep in that? And we were like, you know, if, if it's not a not a hassle, yeah, we could probably yeah, use it. It's either, that or, it. it's either that or I'm going to light myself on fire, <laughs> one of the two. <laughs> It was definitely a good choice to get some walls and some something to break the wind a little bit because it was bad. 
Oh, no. Spooning wasn't on the menu, I take it. Uh, last no, no. year it was, because last year we were in a tent. No. Jason kept rolling over. And I'm like, dude, get off me, bro. He's like, yeah, you were warm. You were the warmest thing near me. I'm like, I'm, I don't care. At that point, it's survival, and I'm staying. I'm not dying. Yeah. Oh, man, come to Papa. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So so I see all these builds that you've got. How many builds are yours? And how, Do you build for clients? Like, if I brought you something, could you build me something red? Man, there's a... There's layers to that question. So most of them are all mine. Okay. I do build for clients. I try to do like a one industry or like celebrity type build a year. Okay. And not a storefront. Don't take like uh, off the street jobs or anything like that. So okay. if I'm beating on some junk nine out of 10 times, it's one of our projects. Okay. That's pretty rad. So, so you're working on, is that a YJ or a TJ you're building for a buddy? It's got like CRD. Um, yeah, that's a YJ. Started out as a YJ. Thought so. It's got like CRD 60s in it right now, right? Yeah, the Curry 60s, yep. and then, uh, yeah, man, that's a solid build. That's one of those shop bouncers that uh, my buddy and his cousin, super capable guys, jumped into a really, really heavy build, right? Like full LS, conversion, front and rear stretch, just all the, everything you could want in a crawler. Okay. And just ran out of steam a couple years in. It just kept dragging on and dragging on. And then it bounced around a few shops in SoCal and long enough for me to to know that I should probably swoop it up and have it brought out here and just finish it up for the guy. So that's been on a, been on a, on a side burner for a minute for him. And I'm looking forward to just being the guy that lets him hear it fire up and he could roll out in it. So that's awesome. Yeah. I was looking at it. It looks like it's a very well thought out build coilovers and mm-hmm. uh, curry sixties under it. looks like it's going to do very well. Yeah. You can't go wrong yeah. with that. A nice Atlas, brand new Atlas. And it, he just, you know, he, the nice thing I, I will say about a build like that is a lot of times you find you'll you'll come up with money to get the parts you really want if it's kind of a long-term build. Right, yeah. So in a lot of ways, I think in the end for him, he's going to have the rig of his dreams, right? He's going he's gonna to love that thing. It has all the right parts. So just, if we could just get them all to dance together correctly, I'm sure he'll have a lot of fun. In it. Which is sort of the whole goal, right? I mean, because we can all piece and part mm-hmm. something together for the weekend, but. My goodness, story of my life. I, yeah, I think with a big build like that, patience is key, and it's hard yeah. to have patience and keep that momentum when life continues to happen. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, exactly with that. I know, I know he's stoked. I talked to him a little bit yesterday about it, and he's pretty pumped. He said he was going to actually delete or, or uninstall his IG app so that he can't follow along with it, so that he can have the surprise of it being a finished rig. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So that was awesome. Yeah. yeah, that is cool. No, no pressure or anything. You're just building this guy's dream now, right? <laughs> I'm gonna build it my way. There's no pressure in that. Oh, perfect. You know, I even <laughs> I think I even get the the color choice of paint and anything else like that. So it'll be fun. Oh, I'm be just so gonna go after it. Yeah, go after it like it's my own. Yeah, I mean, it seems like I wouldn't mind that too much because I've seen some of what you build and I'd be, be pretty thrilled to get it. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's just fun, man. You know, if if you drop all the expectations in life, this applies to everything from your builds to just the day-to-day stuff. You drop the unrealistic expectations and you just have fun with life, or a build in this case, nine out of ten times you're going to be stoked when it's done. And and that energy will carry on to the other people that are around it. So. Right. We should probably add life coach to your resume now. Cause that was pretty deep. I know. <laughs> Man, you're lucky I'm walking up, right? I'm just a couple generations out of Neanderthal. <laughs> you don't want me coaching any lives. Well, hey, you know what? Sometimes that might be the way to go. Simpler lives. If you got three things to worry about. <laughs> Food, fighting, and fornication. That's all you got to worry about? Like, yeah, man. <laughs> wow. Wow. And, okay. And 
<laughs> I'm not even going to add to that. Yeah. Like, I prefer you don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're already going to get the emails already. That might be a shirt. <laughs> yeah, someone just stole that. <laughs> Flat fenders, food fight, and fornicate. Like, we're good. Stop so, giving them all away. We give all our good ideas away on this show. So, the um, one thing that I've been, like, kind of eyeballing is, like, a sick, like, blue-collar redneck dream. Mm-hmm. Is that that LTMV, that military thing you just built as a camper? Oh, man. That thing's awesome. That's a good That's a good platform. So, so that big old, that's a, I think it's sitting at about 18,000 pounds right now. And <laughs> it's a, a retired Stuart and Stevenson LMTV. Always, and it's... I- those have grown on me so much. <laughs> uh, for the money, they're they're the buy. We we looked at Unimogs and all kinds of other stuff originally, and for the cost of just buying into a really nice uh, builder platform, Unimog, I built that LMTV out right. Mm-hmm. So really what, love that. What model like did you get? Was it just a troop carrier, or did you get like mm-hmm. the full ambulance where it's got the yeah. little, like back part on? It? Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> it's the, now it's, I see what you're going it, with. It. Yeah. It's the uh, M1078, I believe, and that's the troop carrier. So it was just a flatbed truck, right? Okay. Troops but it was just uh, a great start point. I mean, it's, you know, four-wheel drive, Allison, big old cap motor in it, turbo diesel. It has the uh, CTIS, so you can air up and air down on the fly, you know, in cab. does all the little yes. things that I kind of always like the G.I. Joe. <laughs> like, yes. It's toy type stuff. <laughs> And it's yes. super capable, you know, for a big old heavy thing. But, you know, so I had the flatbed, and I had a guy down, an outfit out of Georgia, build me a composite box to fit that thing. Super light, 800 pounds for the whole box. Okay. So it, it I think, stock that truck was 17,000 pounds, so I really didn't add a ton of weight to it. No, not at all. That's impressive, so, actually. You know, and then uh, you start thinking about, I, I put, I don't know if you saw the back of that, I put like a shop roll up door and then had Tommy gate build a, uh, really bitchin lift gate for it so that I can lift bikes and stuff in and out of it. So okay. it's kind of like a little one shop chase truck really. So it's not, I was thinking camper. It's actually just a box. Yeah. It's well, a dual sport, right? Okay, it right. is an empty box with, you know, millions of little tie down points and stuff because the intention originally for it was, uh, like an overland expedition type build that you see a lot of now expo build. Right. But, uh, I teamed up with a, a brand out of SoCal called built that needed a chase truck for some really extraordinary chopper rides and, and, you know, all the way to the Arctic circle and down in Baja and stuff like that. And okay. I was tasked to be the cleanup crew, follow behind, have everything on board from, you know, tire swaps to welders and air and all the things, you know, capabilities of picking up multiple bikes and, hauling them when they go down or anything like that. So it created a opportunity for me to build like a dream chase truck that you can live out of and go anywhere. And that's yeah. what I feel like what we got out of it. So with it being former military, is it still mm-hmm. limited to like 55 miles an hour? Or, oh, did, or did you dial it up a little bit? I wish I could. It, I, I did everything I could to it. And I think if you crack 60, you're doing good. It okay. doesn't, that, that would be wide open. Cause so I, it, go it's ahead. Slow. It is yeah. so slow. I was gonna say I've I've been in a few former military like Humvees and mm-hmm. then it's like fifty five and I've talked to a few army buddies and they're like oh yeah it'll do sixty but not for long downhill on fire <laughs> no but before yeah. your ankle catches a connecting rod 
That's exactly no, it. I don't you know, know if that's true or not, but I believe it. Yeah. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. That You don't want to hold them wide open for, for too long, I couldn't imagine. But it it's just a tank of a rig. It rode horribly, too. I mean, oh, my God. Parallel <laughs> leaf springs front and rear. It just beat the living snot out of you. So I ended up doing, like, a, a really bitching cab bag upgrade that's, like, limit-strapped and shocked. Uh, there's outfit here in the Midwest, military uh, – was it Midwest, Midwest military? military. Yeah. yeah, those guys build an awesome system. I put on that on there, and then Icon built some custom 2.5s for it, and I have the absolutely smoothest riding slow truck in the world. <laughs> you have an Icon-equipped military truck? That's pretty Oh, random. yeah, it's like butter. <laughs> it's like butter, but but you're in slow motion everywhere you go. Oh yeah, but you look good. I mean, I'm sure it still yeah. turns heads at 45 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The chase yeah. truck is five hours behind us. He'll be there soon, yeah. <laughs> but he'll have everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's exactly it. Oh. Not in a hurry to get anywhere in that thing. And I like the fact you kept the uh, the rifle mounts in case stuff got really sideways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to keep all that stuff, man. That's that's a little bit of it that I wanted. I, I really did want to knock that, like, demilitarize it, right? Because we plan on going all kinds of rad places outside of the country with it. And I didn't want it to be that kind of wacky vibe when you roll into a small town or village right. in it. Yeah, like you're you coming know, to take fun. over. Yeah. <laughs> the zombie crap. But, uh the interior, I was like, how can you take the rifle mounts out? They're so handy. Yeah. <laughs> They're so good. It's like they were designed to be there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I can only imagine rolling through some places in South America and that thing when it was original. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, yeah, the cartel's here. We're going to go lock the yeah. doors. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or even worse, the rival cartel is yeah. here. <laughs> You're going to need the rifle rack. you got to figure out some bearded, tattooed white dude hops out of this thing. They're going to think he's like a federale or a militiaman or something. Something, yeah. something probably not friendly. Yeah, so that, yeah. that sounds super rad. Yeah, it's fun, man. It's a fun. That's a fun truck. I've had my eye on those because they are somehow seem to be cheaper than the actual Humvees. Yeah, but super for where super we're at, affordable. it's not really um, conducive. There's not many trees that are eight feet apart right. everywhere we go. I scratched <laughs> the hell out of my Jeep, so I can only imagine. Oh. I don't think the DNR would be happy with me making every trail eight feet wide. Right. Could have clearance everything for you, sir. <laughs> Don't mind us. Don't mind me. I'm just gonna <laughs> cram this through that tiny trail. Not to mention we're such weekend warriors, realistically. Like it would sit most of the time. Oh, thinking fifty fifty five miles an hour top speed, it's eight hours to the UP. How many days are gonna take us to get there and back? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a relay run. You get there oh. and you just turn right back around yeah. and head. Made it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Time to turn around. Jay's sleeping in the back while I'm driving and we switch. (laughs) My goodness. Yeah, man. I think that thing gets something like six miles to the gallon, too. Oh. Oh. Which is saying something for a diesel. I mean, that's. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that truck's working hard. Yeah. That's probably like I said, like the Humvees are just geared low. I'm sure it probably pulls anything you ask it to. Yeah, that's a, that's the thing is it shines in the dirt. It really does. I've had it yeah. in super deep snow. I've had it in completely inappropriate mud holes and stuff <laughs> like that, and it just works. They are you ridiculous know. about that, yes. They work well. <laughs> it's almost like they're designed for austere environments. It's crazy. You would, you would think. Yeah, it's like some kind of government put a lot yeah. of money into making sure this thing doesn't get stuck in the least opportune time. <laughs> right. 
Uh, just so you know, Jason, austere means like bad. Yeah. Well, okay. I, I was with you. I picked up on that. <laughs> use the words around it to formulate context? Yeah. Whatever. All them big words. Right. I got to sound smart. I, I got published as a writer, so I got to sound smart now. <laughs> Whatever. That's probably on the piece of toilet paper you used earlier. <laughs> Word of the day. Flag. That is a strong flex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing, still working on writing my name. My I'm, goodness. I'm wearing Cindy's uh, shirt. So I wrote an article for a local magazine. I'm wearing her shirt. So I had to like give her a shout out. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess I was going to say what's next, but we'll go after that next. How did you come up with all your clothing stuff? And all, I mean, all your like adventure branding stuff just seems like up my alley. It's kind of rad. Like, you know, adventure till death and all that kind of good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. You know what it was is, uh, it was just things like little taglines or things I would repeat to myself mantra style, right? Right. Uh, getting through life and eventually manifested into a hashtag because of social media and then turned into something that uh, attached art to, you know, Yolo's a graphic designer and just a phenomenal artist. So anytime something that would stick around for a while, like in hard work, we trust or the yeah. adventure tell that stuff, uh, a lot of times art, either fan art or uh, independent artists out there or Yola herself would come up with something really rad and it'd make it onto a t-shirt or a decal or things like that. So just natural evolution, right? Yeah, it seems, it just seems like to fit kind of what, like my thoughts on everything. Like in Hard Work We Trust on a toolbox, is on that sticker on the toolbox is pretty rad. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it just yeah. fits. Yeah. Yeah, man. The only thing that comes after hard work is, you know, results and I just live by that. I, I, when it sucks, I go harder. I double down because I know at the end of it, that means something, something good's going to come out of it. So. Yeah. That's a good mantra right there. Yeah. I can't argue with that. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it does suck a lot of times that you get, you get a lot of suck out of that, but. <laughs> but then you're looking at your creations at, at the outdoor show, the off-road show. Yeah. Realize yeah. what you did, even though they couldn't get the mud out of the beadlocks. You know, <laughs> Yeah, that thing does not belong on a red carpet, but it looked good there for a few days. Yeah. Well, it's just like, you know, our buddy built one for SEMA, and he's like, I'm worried about it leaking on the carpet because it had moss on the hood still. But the thing came out red. It was a two-door mm-hmm. Cherokee Chief on 40s. I mean, how can you go wrong with that? Yeah. No, that's pretty rad. Yeah. Yeah. So that OG, that T, that TJ that you're talking about that we had down there, got a lot of love, you know, with all its bumps and bruises and you kind of see that it had stories that so gave us the opportunity to, to tell those stories and kind of share that work ready, adventure ready mindset with everybody. So it turned out good. You know, I thought, Oh, I'm going to put this old TJ down in there and it's going to get picked apart. But I think that was the, the fun with that build. I saw a lot of people come over and really look at it and enjoy seeing the stories on it. The inside of the doors and everything have tons of signatures and little notes from people that we met on our travels when we were living out of it. So okay. it's kind of fun. That's really cool. And I think something like that, like, attracts the right kind of people. Yeah. You know? I was going to say, it reminds me a lot about our trip. Yeah. Because everyone overlooked the, you know, really gorgeous, great builds and was like, hey, let's go talk to those guys with the moss on the dash and the <laughs> yeah. dented hood. And it sounds really, like it's going to break. I'm not sure how much of us you've looked into or followed. We, I've got a TJ. I've had since I was 16. And uh, it sat in my yard. You know, life happened. You know, the, mm-hmm. the house needed to work, the wife needed to work, the what, you know, whatever it was, right? So we get a call from a buddy to go to Moab. And I'm like, hey, Jay, I got a call to go to Moab. Are you in? He's like, yeah, dude. 
So we start to build the TJ, and it's like the whole dash on his side and the pasture side is covered in like moss. There's a beehive living in the in the back part of the roll bar, and we built it as fast as we could, as best as we could, and got to Moab and had a riot. And dudes were super open to it because they were just like they knew it was genuine. There was no flex yep. to it. There's no weirdness. Man, that's the best stuff in the world to me. Yeah, I love I love putting stuff together and seeing it out there being used, and that's exactly the the style that i like so. uh, his face oh, yeah, when man. i was cutting it apart and putting it back together was <laughs> man i gotta get better with the camera yeah. <laughs> so i got super sick like two weeks into the build i had like pneumonia or something so i was i was laid up and i came over to jay's shop when i felt better and there's a pile of molten metal on the ground and all my control arms are gone He's like, yeah, dude, they were they were rusted on there really bad, and, and they can't be stuck if they're liquid. So I just cut them off. <laughs> oh, and I'm like building new ones. He's like, do you measure that? I'm like, yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> I think we're gonna get along fine. I like your yeah. style. Yeah. <laughs> oh so, man, then, if you have to, if you have to get out of the situation, you'll figure out a way. Let's just dive right into that. And that's where we that's where we differ. So he's like that in the shop. I'm like that mm-hmm. in the woods because I'll disappear into the woods for like photography or whatever. And he's like, did you bring yep. a map? I'm like, no dude. Like you just go until you can't and you figure out right or left. Like the sun rises yep. in the East every day. <laughs> Look, but you're in the woods. You can't see the sun. <laughs> you're like, I learned something new every day. Holy yep. crap. <laughs> yep. So it's just like, yeah, just winging it. That's the best way to get through it. You see the better stuff yeah, that way. I mean, no plans. I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. 100%. It's like I'm building the shop, man. I just get in the zone. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I don't need directions. I got this stuff figured out in my head. I've already taken it apart and rebuilt it in my head. Just leave me alone. It's practically done at this point. Right. I just started ordering pizza and handing them tools. That was my job. <laughs> so what's the next plan? I mean, you, when's it, you, get, you got a trip coming up. You got another build you got to talk about. Anything cool? Man, there's all kinds of stuff going on, but I'm pretty excited. Uh, we're getting ready to head out to EGS. So okay. we're going to take that TJ we've been talking about, the OG Yeti, and it just showed back up maybe an hour or two ago from uh, the show down in Texas, came off the truck, and I'm going to prep it for the road trip. My gal and I, Miss Yolis, is going to jump shoddy, and we're going to drive that thing to Moab, wheel it for a week, and then drive it back. Hell yeah. That's so awesome. I'm pretty excited about that. It's going to be get, fun. Kind of get back to your roots a little bit. Just you, yeah, and, your, man. you and your girl in a, in a rig? Let's go. Yeah, I'm totally down. I'm totally down with it. So I'm excited about that. We've been to Moab a couple times, never done uh, EGS. So uh, pretty pumped on that. I'm sure you'll be stoked. I'm sure it'll be good. I, I'm not sure how it's going to be compared to previous years because of the, the craziness. But mm-hmm. we went one time yeah. and yeah. everybody was super welcoming. Like no matter if they had a $10 rig or a $100,000 rig, they were super cool. Everybody was on the trails. They were helpful. And it was we had a ride out there, dude. Yeah. Well, locals were a little bit pissed at the traffic, but they were happy to have the influx of cash, you know. So yeah. It was it was fair, rad. Fair yeah, that's awesome. Well, that's community, right? The off road community is so awesome, like that. It really then is. You go, to, you go to meccas like like Moab, it's you get a little bit of the locals that are bummed, right? Because it's just a blast of people into the community. Yeah. But my goodness, that's pretty much why that little town's still there and thriving. Right, and I'm sure <laughs> they're getting it with Jeeps, Land Rovers. If there's an off road vehicle, they've got a week Ooh. in Moab, you know. Yeah, you're right. And then all the off-weekers like myself that go out there, and it's still busy occasionally. Nothing like those big events, but, I mean, your your head's on a swivel the whole time because rigs are everywhere. Yeah. I think one of the best things we did was just walk down Main Street and just watch stuff go by. Oh, yeah. Just 
it's like people watching, but better. Way better. And everybody yeah. was cool. And like, if you, if you said, Hey man, pull over, I want to talk to you about your rig. People would, and you can get, you know, answer questions. And it was super oh, that's cool. Gonna be fun. Yeah. That's going to be fun. I'm sure you're going to get flagged down once twice in that thing. Like, what is um, this? What is that? <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, it'll be fun, man. I just look forward to getting out and, you know, with the wacky year we had behind us and, and kind of the start to this year, the way I'm looking at it is I just thing I miss the most is events. So I'm throwing myself right back into that. I want to be out and I want to see people and do fun stuff. You know, isolation sucks after a while. So Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, when it's self-imposed and you can control it, it's pretty cool. But then mm-hmm. when it's like... Mm-hmm government mandated isolation is kind of not so great <laughs> yeah know. yeah you, that 14 year old me as soon as you tell me what to do i don't want to do it anymore okay so it wasn't just me okay <laughs> i'm over like you don't own me you don't owe me you don't know what to do <laughs> i got a beard i'm a grown man <laughs> your best. don't tell me what's for my best at this point yeah right well, i'm, no, gonna, I'm really bummed we're not going i can have a beer with yeti I know. Oh, that would be fun. That would be real fun. We had a place reserved, and we had eight people going, and then everybody started kind of getting cold feet because they were talking about canceling it. Yeah, I heard that. I saw posts going up on social, like one day I'd say it's canceled, and the next day the same person would post that it's, it's up again. So Yeah. So we just all kind of bailed out because after a certain point, we'd have lost the cash on the house. Yeah. Yeah, so you don't need that. We're like three grand or just not go. Like, let's just not go. Yeah. We'll yeah. go next year. Yeah. You got to know when to hold them, right? Yeah, yep. for sure. You got to know when to hold them. Throw out the Kenny yeah. Rogers, nice. <laughs> Starting to date myself. Uh, Everything old is new again. You're cool. You just say you heard it. Yeah, He's kind of like in the middle of the country, so I feel like we can figure something else out at a later, at a later date. <laughs> I'm sure there's something to do in Iowa. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's plenty. <laughs> Let me think about it for a minute. Did Did our buddy go to Iowa or Idaho? The borough. I don't know. Okay. I know he moved out that way too. So he moved up onto some mountain somewhere. Yeah. The- <laughs> Idaho would be rad. That'd be rad. Yeah, they do that uh, extreme snow wheeling up there with that that event I sent you guys with like the black ram off road. It's like the snow oh. motocross for trucks. Oh, that's oh. awesome! Yeah, what was that called? Damn it! You don't talk about that. Like, yeah, it was super insane off road in the snow. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't even <laughs> like I don't, what? Why? But okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. in. <laughs> yeah, sign me up. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, so many fun events. Right. So EJS is next. That's super rad, and it sounds like I mean, it sounds like you're gonna have a great time. It sounds like you're going right back to your roots, and it's gonna be just a blast for you. I can't wait. To yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm like we talked a little bit about that YJ and got a handful of other projects around here. I'm gonna work on that DZ uh, Silverado build a little bit more. I have, still have a stack of parts, right? That shipping is so crazy now. Stuff showed up while we were at the show that we were waiting for. So okay, I think I might have saw you putting stuff on at the show. Yeah. Yeah, well, I was on on the Jeep. Warren was nice enough to say, get that Smittybill off your bumper and leave me a winch. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, yes. I was like, I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. Who are you to argue with Warren? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> right. Does that come Speaking with a sticker? Language. Like, do I get a sticker too? Or <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, I remember 16-year-old yeah. me doing that. Like, when I got my Jeep, I, I sent Warren a thing like, hey, I like your products. Uh, can I get some stickers? They'd send me, like, a sticker pack. Um, yeah. 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 That's right. I'm still a sticker guy, man. I got a pile of stickers in here. <laughs> we would get along so well. <laughs> <laughs> I covet those. It's ridiculous. I knew I knew Yolis, my, my gal, was the right chick when we first moved in together. She showed up with her shoebox of 
decals that she coveted and I had my box and I was like, all right, as yeah. long as these things don't mix up too much, we might, we might make it. This might work. Did you steal my sticker? <laughs> so, <laughs> so you're going to lose, you're going to lose a star in your rating. If you send me a product and don't have a, st- <laughs> a sticker in it, what kind of poor marketing is that? So are you a sticker hoarder or a sticker displayer? Complete sticker hoarder. Okay. Well, you gotta have yeah, the right, like the right spot for them, right? Like I can't just, yeah. I'm just not going to slap them on something all willy nilly. Well, they're only new new once, is the way I look at it. I'm like, as soon as I stick it to that, man, I can't really tell you if that little mini fridge is going to be around long. (laughs) I've been there. I'm kind of late. Everything I have on, like, stuck on my stuff is all duplicates. Like, I've got a clean one somewhere, and I've got the duplicates on. Right. Yeah, Yeah, they're like trading cards. Right? (laughs) Ridiculous. It's out of control. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you get along so good. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just glad that we're all like 30-some-odd-year-old, 14-year-olds, really. Like, we just yeah. can have cooler toys now. I can drive them. Yeah. Basically, yeah. that's really what this is all about, is just admitting that you're a child on the inside. All right? That's pretty much it, okay? I still you play like in mud puddles. And- G.I. Joes or military trucks, all right? You got to have, like a need or desire to run an excavator for some reason. I I want to dig a hole. I don't know why. I just want to dig dirt (laughs) and then uh, I want to drive my Jeep into it because that's what I did when I was a kid. I dug the hole, I made the mud and I drove my hot wheels into it. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. Sounds about perfect. Actually. If you can relate with that, you'll love this show and us. <laughs> I think we're getting along just fine, man. That's exactly that's exactly my my gig. <sighs> that's super. Well, I, I think we're getting close to that mark. Do you have anybody mm-hmm. you want to thank? Anything else that we didn't talk about? Anything that we need to touch that is critical about the Yeti? Man, I mean, it's just freestyle conversation here. I'm, I'm just appreciating you guys reached out and had me on the show. Oh, we appreciate so, you coming on. Yeah. Yeah, man, nothing but love. I appreciate it. Yeah, it w- I was, like I said, I followed some of your earlier stuff, and I was super stoked to actually get to talk to you because I, I really respect, like, A, the grind, right? The To get to where you want to be, you got to work. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that you're just like, fuck it, I'm going to go live in a TJ. Like, I mean, you can't, like, just so <laughs> rad. Like, oh, yes. Uh, you I mean, and there's, I admire that. There's a guy stalk on YouTube named Jake. I think it's like I am Jake. He lives in a CJ7. Mm-hmm. Like he took the front seat out and it's a cot. My goodness. Yeah, that's that's tiny house living for real right yeah. there. And it's him and two dogs in a seven. Like, yeah. he's, I'm like, this just seems super rad. Like, I, I would never yeah. do it, but it sounds cool. Super cool, man. After oh. that 500 days, man, I picked up this little shop here in Iowa and we live full time in here. So we have a futon in the office and a, you know, a shower bathroom set up here. And this is, Kind of art studio style where we just live here full time and do our thing. So that's super rad. Though. Yeah, I mean, that's like awesome. <laughs> basically living your best life with all your junk. Like if I could live in my yeah. garage, I would. Yeah, I think there was a TV show about that called Hoarders at one point. <laughs> <laughs> but if you call it well, art, it's not hoarding. You know? Yeah, yeah if it's, it's art, if it's like <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. tools and machinery, you know, things like that. I don't think it's hoarding. I think it's. Yeah. Well, when I don't you have, know. Like, I mean, I'm dra- things I'm from as seen on TV stacked to the <laughs> ceiling because it was a good deal, or I needed that one day. Yeah, how many you cats know? do you have? How many cats do you have? And <laughs> like, I'm starting to question myself stuff. because the Bronco twos are starting to come home with me, and that's a real problem. <laughs> Those are yeah. rad, though, and yeah, you don't see fun. them that often. No, like for us, they're usually you. rusted out. 
Oh, I just brought in a one, like a hundred dollar one. That was my gosh, it's rusted out. But you know, all the little bits and pieces that I'm searching for to put the clean one completely back together are on that thing. So, well, I had a couple go. of them. There's some parts in the garage. You let me know what you need. I might have it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I did I the same thing. I got like one that needed parts, and then mm-hmm. I found another one, and then. We got a little rowdy in the backyard with that one, and then the door didn't close anymore. And so I had to scrap it. Yeah, but yeah, same story. This would be all funny games, and there's like a, a junked Bronco shows up in a shop, like from the guys of the podcast. We found this in Michigan. Enjoy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> a feast. Yeah. A feast your eyes. And then we get hate mail for the misses. Like, really, you're sending him junk that he can't find himself? Like, really? Dude, it's, an, it's, it's like an idea I've thrown around. I think it would be rad if we could get, like, some truck and just send it to like every builder friend we know. We're like you do something to it and then you send it to someone else. Like the DOS boat idea. Yes. Like the DOS boat <laughs> idea for meat eater. That's that rad. would be hilarious, but do it with like that a would be rad. Right. That would be rad. That'd make a fun, that'd make a fun series, let alone just the build. Yes. I think the hardest part there would be funding the shipping. We got to stop putting all these great ideas out on the air for the world to hear. Yeah, because next week, you know what's going to happen is Yeti sponsors Das Rig. You know what? I'm good with that, though. At least he was part of this conversation. All right? It's when someone else. Better show up in Michigan. We'll put stickers on it for you. Of course, no knowing us. He'll be like, did you see that guy? He started that idea. That means he listens to us. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Anyway, so this is rad. I'm super glad you came on, man. Thanks for your time. Oh man, nothing but love. I appreciate appreciate you guys asking. For sure. Yeah. So, all right, are we uh, are we calling it? I mean, I guess so. On that note, right? Respect, hard work, and get outside and adventure till death. That's all we can really say about it. Pretty much sums it up. Yeah. Agreed. Live, live your best Agreed. life as an adult child in your man cave <laughs> apartment <laughs> shop. Um, oh. Hit the music. We're out. Ha, 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 ha